Chichi. What's going on, brother? Thursday, man. Dude, every time. Remember that? It, we almost started just now, and I almost freaking forgot to hit the record button. Remember that night? <laughs> we had a show that one time where we did like an hour show, just you and me. Yeah. I called you, and I'm like, I never recorded it. Didn't we work. do? Didn't do? Didn't we do a show with a with a guest one time that didn't record? Yeah, Oof. It, I might almost, have wiped, wiped uh, that uh, from my memory because I hate. Call, I would hate to have to call somebody. <laughs> I feel like we did. I feel like we did. By the way, speaking of calling people back, okay, the, the saga continues with the is Chinch a good friend? Uh, is Chinch a bad friend for not knowing that Sean Casey won a batting title? And I called out some guys. Yes, I could see. Yeah, yes, I'm. <laughs> I'm not a good friend for that. Somebody else apparently thinks so because I got a wicked voicemail from our boy Nikki Cass yesterday. Oh, dude, Are let's hear it, baby, Nikki Cass. All right, oh, my by. man, your man. Here we go. Vinci, I love you, man. I love you. I really do. But how to? Not honestly. How to? you not know that your boy, it's your boy, <laughs> won the batting title. He was the best hitter in college baseball, 421 average. How do you not? You want to know why, Chinch? Because if my boy won the batting title, that's what I'm opening with. <laughs> How you doing? This is my friend so-and-so. Yeah, he won a five batting title in college baseball. Best hitter in college baseball. What's your friend up to? <laughs> so, nah, man, it's all love. I hope you guys are great. That fucking cracked me up. I miss you guys. Merry Christmas, happy holidays, happy Hanukkah, whatever you celebrate. <laughs> is that anybody funnier, man? Dude, he is the best. Nicky, you are the Nick, you're the best, dude. That is so good. I know. Oh my god, I was crying. I texted him yesterday. I'm like, bro, that that freaking uh, that voicemail you left was incredible. I, I asked him for his uh, I asked him for his uh, for his address too for a Christmas card. You know, Sarah's all over me, dude. Oh, she's yeah. like, she's sending oh, me. I got the Casey people. card. I forgot. Did to you? Tell there you, you go. I'm sorry, shoot, Casey. Or, uh, sorry, must be pissed. I didn't tell you. Yeah, it's yeah, good. yeah. Thanks you got for the telling whole family me. from the wedding, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I, but and I sent it, I sent it, uh, to Nick, and he's like, "Send me yours first. <laughs> <laughs> you true Italian. <laughs> send, me, send me yours first. Oh my god, so good, dude. I got I got another one too. I also, my man, um, I sent you know I'm sending this. So I sent one to Griff last night. You know, uh -huh. Junior, and uh, dude. He sends me back some pictures that, you know, King Griffey Jr. now is like one of the best photographers out there, dude. Yeah, I've never heard seen him like that. NFL games all over. Dude, he sent me some pictures from his time. He just took a trip to Kenya. Holy moly. Bro, when I tell you he's right next to a lion, I'm like, oh, bro. Oh, my goodness. Because I sent him, I hope, the, I hope the pictures, dude, sent an unbelievable picture of a cheetah walking, <laughs> a rhino, like a lion, all this stuff. Really? Dude. The greatest, maybe the greatest baseball player of all time is now becoming one of the greatest photographers of all time, dude. Take it a, a step further. So is Randy Johnson. So arguably the best pitcher and arguably the best hitter of all time. Are yeah, both and, and both teammates for 10 years. That's right. I wonder if they got each other into it. What, dude. We had him on, by the way. He's your friend. and Oh, you know, yeah, we're going to get him on. Well, Griff, he's very fickle. You know, he'll call him. He won't talk to you for two months. And then, you know. <laughs> dude, look at this. Let me see. You got shot? Yeah. Can you see this? 
What, dude? Is that a zebra? Zebra. Uh, what, what, would you that what would you do if that thing was right in front of you? You'd be, you wouldn't be I taking would, pictures of it. I would die immediately on the spot. <laughs> a stroke, heart attack. Elephant. Oh my god. Isn't that incredible? Unbelievable. And that's yeah. him. That's his. This is great. Look at this one, dude. This one's sweet. That is insane. Is it charging him? Look at that thing, dude. I know Griffey was fast back in his day, but he ain't out. No way. Griffey ain't running out running that. I mean, look what? how fast. Yeah, I don't think he's right next to that, but then that right there. And then this one right here, this lion. Good got grief. Oh, dude, it, this lion. is in the wild, too. And then I said, Kenya? Are you, Where is he, Kenya? Dude. Yeah, he's in Kenya. And then I said, I said, hopefully you got the big lens on. Like, hopefully yeah, you have to Bro, look how close he is to this line. Oh. <laughs> what? That's, That's so what I said. I go, I go, what are you nuts? That's insane. I don't know. Four do feet that. from that lion. Dude, people oh. go on those. I could, I don't think I could do that. I mean, maybe, maybe like the Disney World one at the Animal Kingdom where they probably have like snipers up on, on hills everywhere you go. But like, I don't think I could go on a safari, like a hardcore safari. I, first of all, I hate insects. You go out to those countries, man. <laughs> you get a mosquito, you come back with like uh, your asshole falls off or something. <laughs> Chiz, Chiz, I just showed you a picture of a cheetah. A lion, a rhinoceros, an elephant that could kill you. Yeah. And you're talking about Joey the mosquito is gonna freaking send you in a send your butthole into you, like man. you had fifty-five uh shots of, of Cholula. <laughs> Cholula hot sauce. You like the red or the green better? Uh, the red. Green guy. Um all right. <laughs> all right. Oh my god. Well, we got all the business out of the way. Let's talk sports, dude. A little progress on the situation with uh with the Dodgers going after everybody in the country again, right? Yeah, they sent yeah. out the big guns. We didn't realize. Dude, the biggest thing is, we said it before, they didn't sign a free agent last year knowing that Yamamoto was going to be there. Otani was, well, first off, Otani was going to be there. Mm -hmm. With the thought process of how do we sign Yamamoto? And it looks like now they're in legit talks to get glass now. <clears throat> they are going for it, dude. Can you imagine and you got to think Kershaw's coming back, right? That's a foregone conclusion. He's oh, Kershaw's coming back, yeah. Especially yeah. if these guys, yeah. if, they, if these guys come, you kidding me? He's definitely. Yeah. But so the interesting thing that kind of spins things forward from our conversation yesterday is: Do we think Yamamoto and and Shohei would want to be teammates? Because and, and not for any fault of each other, but just you want to be the number one guy on your roster. Uh, well, Shohei clearly wants Yamamoto because he was in the recruiting meeting. It was him, Mookie Betts, and Freddie Freeman all showed up to try to pitch Yamamoto to be a Dodger. I mean, that, yeah. that was a yeah. lot. Right? How about the M the MVP of the American League shows up with the the runner up and the and the third guy for NL MVP, and all three of them show up and say, "Got to come play here in LA." Yeah, we need you. Yeah, and not only is it LA, uh, which is you know obviously going to be huge for his career off the field too, mm -hmm. but they're going to win every year, dude. That's why Otani's there. They, 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 those guys are going to put – and did you see the one clause where it says if Andrew Friedman or the owner ends up leaving or gets, you know, released or gets fired, that Otani can can Negate his nix contract. the contract? Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, that gives them a little uh, – He has a bunch of clauses in there, yeah. yeah. So if you want to get rid of Otani in like seven years, just fire Friedman. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> 
I think Freeman's arguably starting to go down the path of one of the greatest of all time for, for what he does, dude. Yeah. Unbelievable. Was, it's dude, so was, cool. Like, think about it. Otani is now a Dodger. You got Soto's now a Yankee. You're going to see these guys in different uniforms. It's And what's cool is, like, it's all different colors. Like, I was so upset when Pujols, not upset, but when Pujols went from the uh, the Cardinals <laughs> to the Angels, it confused Same me. Colors. Like, Same colors. For, like, three years at MLB Network, I'd look up and I'd be like, oh, wait, the Cardinals are playing? Oh, no, that's the Angels. That's where he plays. But now you got different unis. I love it. Pretty cool. So great. Um, one other thing we were looking at yesterday, coming off of these huge signings, uh, you like this one. Bleacher Report. Got to give them credit for this. Best and worst 25 million plus free agent signings in every MLB franchise's history. If you go take it out, it's by Kerry Miller, a Bleacher Report. Very cool article. And it, it literally, your team will be in here because every team's in it. Did, was there anybody you, you picked out of there that you really loved? Let me go see. I mean, uh, I'll start right from the top. Like Randy Johnson to the D-backs was was a transitional signing like yeah all-time signing uh um, i thought i thought the uh i thought the um the uh manny ramirez one eight years 160 back in the day yeah i was like wow that's that's big money but turns out he was worth every penny of it yeah that happened on either thanksgiving or Christmas, I remember that year because it screwed up all the insiders and like ruined their holidays. <laughs> um, yeah. Dude, but how about this? Look at that. The Cubs have a couple different options. Like they gave a lot of money way back. Uh, John Lester was a good one for the Cubs, 155 million. That kind of got them over the top, don't you think? Hey, John Lester, the Cubs. That was a that was a uh, that's a historical contract for me. Yeah, because you know he could have easily gone back to the Red Sox. Mm -hmm. You know, obviously Theo Epstein being there, who was you know who was there when Johnny drafted Johnny at a you know uh, uh, with the Red Sox, and then when he went over to Chicago, the big pitch was let's break another curse. Yeah, like let's be one, and then John Lester forever will go down as you know he was the main cog in the wheel. He was the one thing when he came that first. Spring training said, I'm here to win a World Series. And then, you know, in game seven, he comes out of the pen. You know, Rossi's running around on past balls and all that stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah. you look back at Johnny Lester, dude, that's a historic contract. That He was worth every single penny. Now, here's a question. Hmm? Was the Jason was Jason Hayward worth the contract? Contract, You know, I, because if you win, mm-hmm. are you worth it? I think so. You I know what I mean? So. Yes. Like, I think so too. If the Yankees er, per, per, here's here's our comp, different type of player, obviously. If the Yankees win the World Series this year, but Juan Soto doesn't sign back with them next year, was it worth it? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Hundred percent. Right? I mean, it's so hard to win the whole thing. Yeah. And you know, you go back and look at Hayward. His maybe his offensive numbers weren't what they thought it would be, but defensively, he still played Gold Glove. He, you know. Even that meeting they talk about in the uh, at the rain delay in Game Seven, where he got everybody together in the, in the weight room and said, "Let's go." I mean, that's worth one hundred sixty million or whatever they paid him. Yeah, that's a great point. Oh man, there's some really good ones here. How about uh, man? Remember when Albert Bell went to the White Sox? Oh yeah, dude. Because I was with the Indians. You know, oh, I was man, with right. you. Were I was with the franchise. You were, dude. As a matter of fact, I just looked at my. I just looked at my. Um, the, my, my first hit scorecards over there. 
Yeah. Let me see. Let me see if I can get over here without blowing this. <laughs> yeah, let me see. It's yeah. right. Almost there. Okay. One more. One more. There it is. There it is. That's your scorecard. See it right there. Yeah. Right. It's right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I see. It's right here. Albert Bell playing a game. On my scorecard. Albert Bell's on. I, I, I got my first hit against the White Sox. Bell is on the scorecard. That's. I just crazy. thought it was cool because he was an Indian when I was coming up in the minors, mm-hmm. and then. When I got my first hit in the big leagues, he was he was a White Sox. Oh my God! There's some you know, cool dude. There's some cool names on that card. Like, yeah. let me tell you a couple. Yeah, go go go. Okay, so can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, so Omar Vizquel. Nice. Um, you got Frank Thomas. Wow. Jim Tomey. Huh. Maglio Ordonez, Mike Cameron. Wow. Brian Giles. Nice. Pat Borders, Marquise Grissom, my man Jeff Manto. <laughs> um, oh, Manny Ramirez. Ah. Uh, Ozzy Guillen. Oh, that's amazing, dude. Yeah, dude, there's some good good people in here. Kevin Seitzer, Richie Sexton. Wow. Yeah. Uh, wait, there's one more. Davey Mark, Dave Martinez. Nice. Rob, Robin Ventura. Dude, they're so good. That was my first game, dude. I was like, man, there's some good players in here. <laughs> Looking back. Hey, speaking of that, this is total, totally off the off the beaten path here, but you're talking about your yeah. scorecard. Did you see what happened with Giannis last night? The basketball player? No. So he scores 64 points last night, okay? Yeah. And he's going to grab the game ball, and one of the assistants, assistant coaches on a Pacers yeah. grabbed the game ball and ran into the Pacers locker locker room and what? Giannis chased after him to get his 64 points he wanted the game ball the Pacers assistant coach claims that there was a rookie on on the Pacers who got his first bucket ever so he wanted the ball for him <laughs> so the argument is does a guy get it for his first bucket ever or does a guy who scored 64 64 points get it and obviously Giannis is a little more popular than the other guy they dude there was a scrum in the what? hallway Outside of the Pacers locker room, and, and the, I think I don't know if it was a GM or the head coach or one of the assistants, uh, somebody on a staff of the Pacers got elbowed in the ribs, and that's like bruised ribs from from a bro. Yeah, it's crazy. The, I I'll tell you who wins. The guy who got the first bucket. You think so? You kidding me, dude? I have... I like that. What do you got there? Is that your first one of the hit? Coolest things I have is my first hit ever, right here. Everyone has their first hit ever. Like this is from that game. Wow. And the Indians were cool enough to like, you know, dress it up for me. We got an artist to dress it up. Yeah, well, that's a big deal, dude. I mean, Giannis, what he scores sixty four points. Yep. And what was the big deal on that? I don't know, sixty four points. Who <laughs> cares? It's this guy's first. This other guy's first bucket. Giannis has fifty thousand points. This guy got his first two points. What if he doesn't play again? I like that take. I agree with you on that. Yeah. I. uh I, I have my first hit in college ever, but I, I think the guy lied to me who gave it to me. It was like one of our pitchers. I think he just gave him, just took a ball out of the bag and gave it to me. <laughs> I didn't think it was, I don't think it was really it. I don't even know where that is right now. My dad probably gave it to the dog or something. <laughs> I, don't I, I don't know. All right. Uh, other guys. Oh, I got a question for you. So Andy Pettit's up there for the uh, Astros. Um, dude, what was it like? Those years where it was Pettit and Clemens 
facing I and Oswalt and Oswalt. Yeah, Oswalt. What was that like, dude? Yeah. And Wagner. Yeah. How, dude, they how, were. They were. Legit. They should have won the whole thing, bro. They should. They should have won the whole thing in 2005, I think. Right. But I think Pettit was hurt, dude. Yes, I think it was Pettit. Pettit, Pettit was hurt. Mm-hmm. I, I was joking around with Pettit because I was like, I think I hit it pretty good off Pettit. Yeah. And I go back and look at my numbers. I'm like, dude, I, I, I was joking around with him this year, you know, when we <laughs> was with the Yankees because he's, you yeah. know, Andy was around a lot. I'm like, bro, I, yeah, I raked you in uh, 04. And hello, he's like, yeah, yeah, I pitched the whole year with a blown out at UCL. I go, oh, oh. Oh, <laughs> I go, well, listen, I dominate whenever Andy Pettit's UCL's blown out. I dominate him. That's really good. But dude, what was that? Oh, they should have won that year. That was such yeah. a good team. They were loaded, dude. They loaded. First off, Lance Berkman was one of the best players in baseball. Obviously, mm-hmm. Baggy was there still, Biggio, all those guys. Um, they were they were loaded offensively and pitching. They were loaded. Wow. That's legit. Oh, here's one that's not good. Javi Baez is a hundred forty million dollar contract with the the Detroit Tigers, dude. Can you turn him around? Can can somebody turn him around? The guy was freaking MVP type player. And, and dude, um, I wonder if the market in Detroit. I mean, I'm not making excuses for anybody. I'm just I'm throwing a theory out there. Is the market in Detroit too small for Javi Baez? He does great in Chicago. Does great in New York. Goes to Detroit. I don't know. It's interesting you say that. Harold used to always say he's like, it was really hard playing for those uh, Seattle teams when they were the worst team in baseball because, like, nobody would be in a stand, so you had to, like, self-motivate yourself. Right, right. I've been there. You've been there. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I've been there when you're 20 games out in in July, and you're, like, you're just playing for your teammates and your stats, and you're like, ugh. Oh, how tough! Like when you when dude when you're in the race in August and September, coming to the park, you feel like it's spring training day one. You just can't wait. You want to win. You want to do something tonight. You know, right. so different than when you're totally out of it. Oh, is it like? Do you wake up in the morning like hoping for rainouts and stuff? Like, is it that bad someday? No, because you want to get the season over with. So you want to play as many games as you can. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. Oh, how about dude, like, what about what about Chris Davis's contract? Hundred sixty-one million he got. How about that one? Remember, two thousand sixteen to twenty-two. That was such a weird contract because like he would hit like fifty homers and two seventy and driving one hundred and thirty, and then he'd hit one sixty with twenty and, homers. Yeah, and right? his numbers went in it tank it was just a weird it was a weird it was a weird you know like every other year he would do good right but then the years he didn't do good he'd do super bad yeah yeah like very weird uh who else we got here cleveland guardians oh man roberto alomar cleveland those cleveland teams those john hart teams were ridiculous man they were loaded bro they They were were loaded ridiculous uh how about how about this one? This was always a weird one for me, right? Matt Holiday was like unbelievable on the uh, Rockies, and then he signed that deal with uh, the A's, and he just he just lost it for that year, and then he he just left the A's and got back to being like Matt Holiday. Well, went to the Cardinals and dominated. And he went to the Cardinals and dominated. Yeah, Matt, Matt Holiday. Go look at Matt Holiday's numbers, dude. Two ninety nine career hitter. Over 300 homers. Have we had him on? We haven't had him on yet. No, we, we were going to have him on the one time, but he uh, it was right around when Jackson was getting drafted, so like there was oh, so right, much right. going on. So, God, that that, Dude, that one year with the Rockies, he had 340 with 50 doubles and 137 RBIs. 
Dude, Matt Holiday, he, I mean, everyone talks about, you know, you forget how good he was, man. He's Dude. on the, you know, he has Cooperstown numbers. Like, yep. you know, I mean, I'm saying he's not obviously probably going to get in. Right. But you, the, the, the voters are getting together and evaluating him. Yeah. Here, look at this, like, 50 doubles, 45 doubles, and then you go down the homer list. It's 34, 36, 25, 24, 28. 22, 27, 22, 20. Back when 20 was a lot, you know, right. it's a little different right. than, than it is now. No, he was you, you could hit 20 again right now. Oh, no, no, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's this thing. Somebody sent me that they were like, Sean should do this. This There's this, this group of guys that go out to a ball field and they take old school uh, aluminum bats. So they're like the black magic, you know, Easton. Yeah. They're the green, remember the green east, green east, yeah, green, dude. Yeah. green lightning uh, or whatever. And they just go and they hit bombs, and they're they're trying to get major former major league players to go do it. Would you do that? Nah. <laughs> I mean, I might do it. I might, dude. I took one. I took a swing when I was with the Yankees. Yeah, you know, waiting for like Judge or somebody to come down to the cages. I'm like, hey, uh, Brad Wilkerson. I was like, hey, Wilkie, get one on the machine, you know, so he puts in the machine. I hit it, dude. My thumb started vibrating oh. like at at at, at mil a million miles a second. I'm like, oh my gosh! Jay Wittosik, dude, in 2004, relief pitcher for the Padres, jammed yeah. me on a three one pitch. My thumb has never been the same, and I thought it was healed. It's oh. obviously not. <laughs> so 19 years later, it's not healed. Oh, that's the worst. That's oh. the worst. Right Remember there, Don bro. Don Manningly for the last half of his career had that like thumb yeah. guard thing yeah he had like he had like no more ligaments right that pain dude like, i used i used to have to i used to have to put up a, a gel pad right here and every day i'd tape it like if you go back and look you'll you'll see tape on this wrist because i had the gel pad right uh, there i couldn't play uh, it hurts so bad i couldn't play it would vibrate your thumb and your, it would pierce oh your body god and then you get a cold day go, a cold oh it's over day. johnny it's over, it's over johnny. Sweep right. the leg sweep the leg all right, so we got a lot going on. We're heading towards a weekend. We might do a little best of action because we yeah. have a lot going on. A uh, best of tomorrow will be great. Dude, I got to ask you one question, and this question has been asked. And I like to yeah. end the show with this. Is Die Hard, this happens every year, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Yes. Yes, it is. Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Okay. Hans, Booby. I'm your white knight. I'm your white knight. I'm your white knight. By the knight. way, they were there. They were only in Nagasaki Towers, whatever it was called. Because <laughs> it was the office. It was the Christmas party. It was a Christmas party, dude. And yeah, that's why and, he was bumping lines all over the place and ran in and uh, moved by that guy, dude. They had great cool. moves. Stay, stay off dude, drugs, man. And you know, otherwise, you get. It, it's murder. a Christmas movie, 100%. If you don't think it is, you got problems. Matter of fact, a couple of years ago, we watched Christmas movies. I, I pulled it out as a Christmas movie, Die Hard. Yeah. But my daughter, I think my daughter was like five at the time. I was like, is this a bad parenting? <laughs> is this bad parenting watching Die Hard with your five-year-old? Okay, but now I have one that I don't think has been asked. And the reason this all came into my head is because uh, Dan Aykroyd was on uh, some podcast. Right? Is Trading Places a Christmas movie? No. Why? No. Remember, not. he's wearing a Santa suit all drunk, and he's eating the salmon out of the, out of the beard. I don't know. My buddy Doug Buchan can can quote every in college all he would do is quote trading places for four years he still does it <laughs> it's a good movie it's a great it's an incredible movie 
Do you know they never met Dan Aykroyd and uh, Eddie, Eddie Murphy? Murphy? Never met prior to doing that. And then, like, that's when Murphy, like, kind of yeah. shot up even further. Dude, Eddie Murphy has made some of the most amazing. Dude, Beverly Hills Cop? I think they're coming out with a new Beverly Hills Cop. Really? Yeah. I'm dude. so glad he's back doing stuff, man. Dude, Missed him, dude. Dude, I love Eddie Murphy. I got a quick story for you about Beverly Hills Cop, and then we'll call it a day. <laughs> okay. 12 year old uh, Joe and Casey brings, brings me and, like, my buddy Mike Junko and my sister and my grandmother, Ruth Casey. Yeah. She was in visiting from from Saville, New York for like two weeks. We went to see Beverly Hills Cop. Okay. Remember how many F bombs are in there? And my oh, my, yeah. my my grandmother's like staunch Catholic, like let's oh not swear. God. Let's make sure, you know what I mean? Dude. Uh, they go into a strip club in that too, don't they? Oh bro, you we came out of there. I thought my grandmother, who was <laughs> like five foot one, was gonna fight my mom. <laughs> She's like, Joan, I can't believe you would ever bring your kids to this movie. My mom was like, Lighten up. <laughs> You know, to, to Ruth, so, Nana, I love you. Mom, I love you too. And Mom, I still think it was the right call because it's one of my favorite movies ever. I've watched it 50,000 times. That's perfect, then. All right, bro. <laughs> All right, man. Weekend if we don't do it tomorrow. All right, brother. Yeah, man. Have a, hey, everybody have a great day out there, and uh, we'll, we'll see you guys soon. Thanks, bro. See you, Chichi.